Good day, good people. I welcome you to another episode of a different type of bean counter. Um, I just want to say thank you for those that are listening. Thank you for the feedback. Uh, I really enjoy the fact that I am creating a library that the not-for-profit industry can go to and in their time be able to listen and gather information. So today, uh, I am at the uh, Columbus Literacy Council, and they've created a phenomenal space uh, for me to record, and I'm really thankful for them for that. Today, we're going to talk about independence and uh, auditor independence, to be specific. A really good friend of mine, Roy Leidick, Roy has been an auditor. He used to supervise me as a younger auditor. Um, he recently retired, really a, a, a great, great individual. Uh, he worked with a regional accounting firm, asked me about my thoughts on auditor independence. Um, auditor independence has been a struggle um, for many in the public accounting uh, profession. Um, and I think that's the reason there's so many rules around it, because it is such a struggle. Um, any good auditor, any good auditor, any good service provider, which is what an auditor is, uh, like Roy, uh, a great service provider, works to develop deep and personal relationships with their clients. Clients don't want to work with people that are aloof or that are not around. So as service providers, we have to work uh, to build those relationships. Um, Here's the rub in that. No one likes to rat out a friend. No one enjoys having to write a um, a deficiency or to say that a friend did something wrong. So as you develop these deep personal relationships, it becomes a little more difficult to be objective and to fully and clearly state as an auditor what you're finding for the public. So what is auditor independence and maybe why is it important? Uh, There's a lot written on auditor's independence. We're going to go in in layman's terms here. Um, Auditor independence is in fact and in appearance. Fact and in appearance. So what does that mean? Uh, Independence of fact. That means there are no, there's, there's nothing. There's, there's no transactions. There's no side agreements. There's no um, agreements where we're working together on one, uh, one transaction and then I'm auditing another. Uh, in fact, now the rub with the fact is that you pay me. Um, so uh, some people will say, well, as soon as we agree to pay you we create a lack of independence. And uh, in a lot of cases, that's absolutely true. The way that the profession has dealt with that is that they say that um, as long as you're not relying upon one or two clients to stay in business, we're going to assume or we're going to give you a, a, uh, we're not going to say that that agreement in and of itself makes you Uh, lacking of independence. So fact, independence of fact is 
uh, you just uh, there's no there's no there's no agreements, right? Uh, independence in appearance, independence in appearance is actually much harder. Um, I'll give you some examples. I've got a couple of clients that I just absolutely enjoy, and we enjoy um, having conversations about you know the market. Uh, what's going on in the industry, uh, talking about staffing issues, and, and we just talk. Um, there's a lot of places where that could be construed as, you know, you guys are too close. You guys are too close. It's just, it's just not uh, independence of independence of appearance. Um, what you'll see auditors will do a lot of times, uh, they will take clients to sporting events or to shows or um, maybe um, spouses will go to an event with so you've got a a double date appearance that becomes really difficult Uh, one of the reasons that as an auditor um, you don't see a lot of us at those events is because we want to be able to maintain that appearance we don't want someone across the room to see uh, us in a private conversation with a client uh, because they could assume that we're building some uh, relationship, we're talking about something that would impair our independence. So independence in fact and independence in appearance is what we're struggling for or what we're looking for. It is a struggle. Now, as I have this conversation, I want to make one distinction. Um, I'm talking about auditors. Auditors are different than accountants. Now, in some cases, the same organization, the same even person can play that role for different organizations. Um, In my office, we do a ton of audit work. We do a ton of audit work. However, we have started to do some accounting work for some of our non-audit clients. So if I'm performing accounting work, I can't. I don't have an independent standard that I have to hit. However, on the audit side, I must remain independent. So that's I'm being very specific in this podcast to make reference to auditors. So in summary, uh, what I what I like to talk about and I talk about this with some people on my team is that what we want to do is we want to make sure that we don't get ourselves into a situation where a student is grading his own paper. You know, I used to a long time ago as in high school and uh, every now and then there'd be a pop quiz or a test and the teacher would hand it back and say, you can grade your own paper. Um, And I always did better on that test. I always performed better on that test than even if I handed it to somebody else in the room or especially when the teacher graded it. Why is that? Well, we naturally uh, grade on a bigger curve where we have relationships. So if I am doing the accounting for a client and then I come in and do an audit, 
the likelihood that my audit side is going to say that my accounting side did something wrong, not very good. So we want to stay away from those situations. We also want to stay away from situations as auditors where we're giving the client such clear and specific instructions. And this is the hardest part. Many times people will come and will, they will ask questions and they will say, hey Don, how do you guys think? Or how would you like to see this or that? I always will say some at some point, this is your decision. However, this is what would be beneficial or this might work this way. Or if I give them a specific direction, one course of action, they take that course of action. When I come in to audit them, they followed my instructions. Again, how likely am I gonna say there's a problem with that? So that's where we want to really position ourselves so that we can still give good and accurate uh, feedback, not only to the client, but to the public. Because the public is defining or is relying on uh, our audit reports. The current state uh, standards for government audits do not even allow an auditor to put together uh, financial statements without safeguards. So uh, what does that mean? Well, if you have a QuickBooks accounting system and you're under governmental audits and you say, okay, Don, here's our QuickBooks file, do an audit. Well, if I then take that QuickBooks file and turn it into what we typically call the audit report, which is the footnotes and all of that, then I now have to go out and hire somebody to come in and look at my work to make sure that I was independent and I did not make any management decisions in that process. It is a very complex um, um, standard to understand. I believe that the standard is going to continue to expand. Right now we're at the governmental audit level. I expect that sometime shortly we'll get into the, the true not-for-profit and for-profit um, level. And the reason for that is that you have to remember that at the front page of an audit document, it says independent auditors report. Funders, banks, investors rely on that data in order to make decisions. So they're relying heavily on the fact that this is an independent. This is somebody from outside, a third party that came in and looked at this. Therefore, we have to meet those independent standards. Uh, Roy asked the question, hey, Don, how do you feel about independence? And here's the short answer. First, I hope that auditors continue to build those great relationships. Uh, the best communication takes place within really strong relationships. Um, for hopefully, you make enough deposits into a relationship that when you have to make a withdrawal uh, through either saying you've done something wrong or reporting something externally, that it doesn't kill the relationship. So, independence. I hate that it's becoming an issue. It it's, makes the work so hard. I hate that it is creating questions about how close and how often we should be interacting with our clients. Um, our business is relationship-based, and independence is preventing some of those relationships from taking place. I hate that it creates an us-versus-them environment. 
because sometimes in order to stay independent, you must put up a wall between the people you're serving. I hate that it creates us versus them environment. However, it's vital because we tend to grade ourselves and our friends on a bigger curve. And the um, there's too much reliance being placed on the information we produce to grade on a curve. I guess the rules are necessary, but I hope they do not become so difficult that good auditors are not able to do the job that they need to do. And part of the job of performing an audit is building a relationship. So that's the independence concept. That's the end of Roy. That's, that's how I feel. And I think that you and I feel very similar about that because I know that that has always been a struggle for you. So I'm out for right now. That's my thoughts on auditors independence, a different type of bean counter. Um, listen, subscribe, send me a message and uh, we'll do something that you would like to hear. Have a good one.